0: Love,
1: talk Radio Welcome to the DevOps Committee of Pro Wrestling. Presented by the Idiot Radio Network, offering a weekly look into the world of professional wrestling with guest interviews, news, results, and much more. Now here's your host, Stephon Defero. Oh
2: yeah.
1: Congratulations. You are here with the Deborah Committee of Pro Wrestling. And, uh, wrestling fans, I have a big show for us today. We got a lot to get to. My man, Bud Cassidy, should be joining us for a second now. Uh, I think that's Bud, as, as we speak. Um, you know, as the producers like to get this thing together, we got a big show today, wrestling fans. There he goes. What's go. up? Right there, the man. The man is in the building, Bud Cassidy. What's up, dude? What's going on? Oh, I'm having so much fun right now. It's been one of those type of days, you know. Uh, man, there's just so much going on in professional wrestling. Um, <laughs> man, what a week. But anyway, wrestling fans, we got Bud Cassidy here. Uh, and, you know, dude. He's that man. You know what I'm saying? And um, we're going to talk about some pro wrestling. So let's get into the news, wrestling fans. What? Uh, did you hear what's about up? what's going on over in the WWE with Jinder Mahal and Shinsuke Nakamura?
3: See, here's, here's the thing. Um, I watched the, the promo, and I honestly can say I didn't see nothing wrong with it. Exactly. Um, I think I think people are way too oversensitive these days. Yeah. I mean, the, the slightest little thing offends people. I mean, come on, dude. I mean, this I mean this is starting to get ridiculous. Well, what we're going to I'm do actually is sick and tired play. of even getting on the internet anymore because so that's all you see.
1: Well, what we're going to do is we're going to play this promo. that got. Gender Mahal and a lot of heat And then we're going to come back and we're going to react to it i got a couple things to say and I know you have some more things to say But let's go to this promo real fast Gender Mahal This past uh, Tuesday night Excuse me Sh-
2: Shinsuke Shinsuke You always rook the same <laughs> See Nakamura These people they chant your name They sing along with your entrance music They do this Deep down hide their own xenophobia these people are not worth it Shinsuke behind your back they're saying you get your hair cut by a dog groomer they call you mr. Miyagi
1: Okay, I don't get it. I'm sorry. I don't get it. I don't get get the outrage Uh, fans in the audience yelling, that's too far. Come on, really? Now that's too far. That's too far. Okay, racist remarks and storylines um, are a part of the wrestling business. I mean, in the wrestling business, the one thing I love about our business is that we kind of mirror society. We kind of you know put that mirror up to society's face and let them see what they're up. And the right. WWE, you know, is probably one of the uh, best entertainment companies at projecting what's going on in America right now. Now, for these people okay, in the audience to say that's too far. Is it too far when they go to the movies? You know, and it goes back to what I say about uh, when the whole gangster rap thing was going on and uh, the uproar about gangster rap and it was just too bad for the kids. But at the same time, I was watching a movie called Goodfellas. I was more influenced growing up by Goodfellas than I was anything Dr. Dre said, anything Snoop Dogg said. So for when people say... Well, yeah, the professional wrestling is influencing these kids and so forth, but why do you still take your kids to the Fast and the Furious? Right. Why do you still take right. your kids to the Fast and the Furious? Um, Jinder Mahal, to me, he is a perfect heel. He looks like a heel, he talks like a heel, and he wrestles like a heel. The guy's over. He is over. Right. And I don't get what the problem is. And if he's wrestling fans, that's too far. That's too far. Go home, get the hell out of here. That's the problem with us Americans right now. We are too goddamn oversensitive. Like you said, you said God it. goddamn right.
3: See, so here's here's the thing, and a lot of people miss miss this concept. And if I take heat for it, I take heat for it. I really don't care. But the thing of it is, is if you think about a horror movie, right? And trust me, I'm not, I'm not, you know, not trying to be racist. But honestly, if you think about a horror movie and you watch the horror movie, and there is a black guy in the horror movie, he's usually the first one to die.
1: Yeah, and that's, that's what pisses me off. But, hey, the way I look at it is screw it. At least we, at least that black guy don't got to see the horror that's about to come. <laughs> Get him out of there now. But, I mean, that's that's my whole
3: entire point, though. Everybody's fine with that. Yeah. But, I mean, they're getting a little butthurt over, over a, a super promo that was actually kind of funny. I was actually
1: kind of laughing when I, I first I quit. Yeah, I couldn't lie. I can't lie. I was dying when I watched this promo. I said, there's no way that he is getting over like this. And the fans, see, and the fans don't realize how stupid they are. They fell right into it because they did exactly what the WWE wanted them to do. The WWE got what they wanted out of it, which was some press, okay? And then the problem that I have with the WWE is they went out and issued an apology, Did they issue an apology when Vince McMahon went up to uh, John Cena one day on TV on Monday Night Raw and said, what up, my nigga? No, they didn't issue an apology for that. Did they issue an apology when Triple H, when he was in the storyline with Booker T, and he said some offensive things to get heat? Did they have a problem with that? No, they didn't issue an apology. But they issued an apology for this? Oh, so that's what I knew. That They fell right into the trap with the WWE because the WWE had their apology already set up and ready to go. They was ready to go. As soon as they heard the controversy was coming, they said, Oh, don't worry. We got the apology already written. So I love Vince McMahon. He is a genius. And I just believe in my heart that this was so oh, perfectly done. It was so perfectly done because it got us talking about it. And I know, you know, we're just the, the tiny little show on, you know, uh, the show Pecking, uh, what do they call it, the totem pole or whatever. We're the tiniest show here. And right. They got us talking about it, and you know we like to talk about big, major stuff. And this is this is major. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I want some people to give us a call. They got an issue with 308 three four seven three zero eight eight seven zero nine, and we're about to get uh, a regular number for uh, when we go on location and do these shows on location and so forth. We're going to have that regular our regular show number, um, idiot radio. It's providing us with those uh, uh those little <laughs> those seeds that we need to plant and uh get you people here listening to us at all times and being able to contact us contact us at all times also if you want to contact us through email uh give me an email or give me uh a second here and I'll get that together uh. Stephon Devereaux, S-T-E-P-H-O-N-D-E-V-E-R-E-U-X at gmail.com. Or like I said, give us a call, 347-308-8709. But anyway, I mean, it gets kind of weird sometimes, you know, uh, with the WWE. It just makes, <laughs> it makes no sense that these fans are really blowing this up. And I'm happy that they are because we we need storylines like this in professional wrestling uh I, I, especially in the way America is today. America is too damn sensitive, you know. And um it reminded me of of what I was saying <clears> before, <throat> before and like tell people all the time uh when I'm out here on the road talking to people and I say, you know, the one thing that people don't understand about Donald Trump is Trump is he cut he's cut from the same cloth as Vince Vincent Kennedy McMahon. People right. laugh about that when I say that. But I say, you know. He does the same things that Vince used to do. Vince used to troll people. Trent, Vince was one of the original trollers. Okay. And Vince, the thing about Vince was he made money off of it. You know, Trump's doing it and people, you know, he's, he's getting the press that he what but people are still, they, they try about everything and it, it goes back to professional wrestling. What the hell? What the hell? It's all entertainment. You know what I'm saying? It's all entertainment. Right. We got so many things to worry about here in this daggone country. To be worrying about what the WWE is doing on TV and calling it racist and offensive. Do you ever want what racist and offensive? I'll start becoming, I'll become the guy and I will start showing more of who I truly am on the inside. But why should I do that? Because people will cry, oh, you're just so offensive. No, I'm not. No, I'm not because I the next segment that we're going to get into the next clip I may offend some people because I am a little ticked off about it and um I don't know we're going to talk about this real quick but because this is interesting but I want to I want to play this clip and you tell me what you think um it's Mr. Ric Flair Mr. Ric Flair's making the rounds again you know he survived he beat death and um now he's here and he's making the rounds. And uh, he, he did an interview with Dan Levitard from ESPN Radio. And uh, the Dan Lebatart show, it's okay. My man, Stu, gosh, love him to death. Stu is a funny dude. Uh, but Dan Levitard is trash. I can't stand that, man. I hope Dan Levitard just walks away from television forever, walks away from broadcasting forever. I and mean, that's radio, internet, everything. He walks away. But he had Rick Flair on his show this past week. And Rick Flair said some things that had me – Mm, let's say TikTok, but we're going to listen to that real fast. But just me once. I want going to play this clip.
0: I just drank too much. But but the the problem is is that when I started in the business in 1972, we drove 3,000 miles a week. We drank beer, rode down the road, threw the cans out the windows, all the stuff. No cops. You know, I mean, it was just it was just a way of life. And then. Pretty soon it was drinking the beer and then getting to the hotel and then drinking the liquor. And then, um, not, not, to, not to be confused with the two, I, I never drank before I worked. And that was like, even when we did double shots, I wouldn't even have a beer if I had to wrestle twice the same day in between matches. But, um, you know, after a couple of hour Broadway, which are hour-long matches, can imagine what I tied myself onto after that. So, getting ready for the next day, um, and I just did it. I just became a way of life. Um, never, never confused the two. Never drank while I was working. But
4: well, but what was happening uh, here, Rick? Excuse
5: me. Forgive me for interrupting you. But what happened that you got to the point that you got, did? Did you have an alcohol overdose or did you have kidney failure? What happened?
0: No, I just. Uh, I guess it would be like, um, if you're ready for this, it would be like putting, uh, because I've done all the math and figured it out with my account, between uh, 3,700 and 4,000 calories worth of booze, uh, soda, splash of cranberry in my body every day, um, in like 20 drinks a day.
1: I'm going to comment on that. Bud's going to comment on that. We're going to go to a break real fast because this is going to get good. You are listening to the Deverell Committee here on Idiot Radio Network. For
6: all your heating and cooling needs, service, and installation. Contact our friends at Complete Comfort Heating and Air Conditioning, 412-513-3001. Doesn't your family deserve complete comfort? Looking for a creative idea for meetings, business lunches, and special events? Call Spiels on Wheels, food truck, and catering, and take the stress away. For more information, call them at 724-244-9881 or on Facebook at facebook.com slash wheels. You're listening to Idiot Radio, taking it to the edge and back. Pizza and Gyro Express, 801 O'Neill Boulevard in McKeesport, Pennsylvania. For menus, coupons, specials, and catering info, visit our website at pizzaandgyroexpress.com. Order online or by phone at 412-672-2182. Don't forget about the lunch buffet and drink every Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. for just $10. The original Pizza and Gyro Express. Don't settle for anything less.
1: I can't wait. I can't wait. Bud Cassidy. Yes, sir. Man. Now, we just played this Ric Flair clip. And I'm gonna you know, but just let me let me do my thing for a second because this is gonna get a little nasty. <laughs> First and foremost, I can't stand Dan Lebert. I'm going I said that before and I'm gonna say it again. His father's a legend, though. Okay, I love this, I love Poppy. Poppy's a really good dude. Um but <laughs> hey man. Big WTF on this one. Ric Flair was getting ripped. <laughs> that dude. Was getting ripped. Uh, there's no way of saying it. No other way of saying it. But that dude was getting ripped. And uh, I'm not going to lie. Homie sounded a little ripped right now. You know, when he cutting that interview sounded like he was sucking on a couple of ones at that time. And I'm not talking about um lollipops. I'm talking about some cold ones. Uh, No disrespect to the Nature Boy. But, bruh, you got to go, man. I'm sorry. It's just sad. It's sad to me. It's sad to me. To see my favorite wrestler, the guy I grew up, I idealized this man. I called this man like my second father. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This dude was like my father, and that's how bad I wanted to be like Ric Flair. And I'm looking at this man now, and I'm like, Nah, bro, go home, go home. And I'm gonna be ignorant by saying this, and people can, they can give me heat for saying this, and I don't give a goddamn. You got the damn email address, you got the phone number, but would have been better off if we didn't ever if we've never seen the Nature Boy again? If he had just left the Earth the way he did, or the way people said he was going to do uh, a few weeks ago? And I hate saying it like that. I hate saying it like that, but I'm trying to be real because um, I'm sorry. I the pictures, his voice, everything. This is not the Nature Boy I wanted to see when I turned thirty nine years old. This is not the Nature Boy. This is why I don't like seeing Hogan. This is why I don't when I. And we're going to get into uh, the next guy a little bit later. Why I didn't want to see him no more. This is why. Because when you see these guys that you grew up idolizing as kids, and they're a, you're an adult now, and you still see these people, and they're still living, and they're still walking around this earth, and you look at them, and you're like, holy damn. What are you? I mean, seriously. Don't make no more public appearances. Please, Mr. Ric Flair. Don't. You don't look good. You don't. You don't. I mean, the road has seriously, and alcohol, alcohol, excuse me, alcoholism, and the road has seriously taken a toll on this man's body, this man's looks, you know, and it's just sad to see. And I'm trying to be real. Wrestling fans can be upset because I'm saying this, and I don't give a damn. I don't, because I am probably one of the biggest Nature Boy Ric Flair fans ever. Put me on a top five list. I can tell you every match this man has done that was important to this business and his career. Right. I just can't I, mean, I can't say it no more. I'm tired. I'm sorry. Dude needs to go away for a long time. Do what Luthez did. We didn't see Lou Fez anymore. We didn't see Luthez. Every now and then he would come out and make an appearance, but guess what? Damn what he did at 60-something years old or however old the man was, he looked good. <laughs> he looked good. Ric Flair does not look good at all. But I'm sorry. I'll calm down. You go
3: <laughs> No, um, you're absolutely right. I mean, you know, the the years over the road, and you know, all the alcohol abuse that he that he endured, um, you know, kind of took a toll on him, and he does. Well, right, I mean, it sounds like
1: it sounds like Rick Flair broke you up. Wrong, repeat what you just said, because it sounds like Rick Flair or somebody from <laughs> the wrestling community interrupted what you were saying. Go ahead, say that again, bro.
3: I said it. You're absolutely right. Um, the, the years on the road and all the alcohol uh abuse uh took his toll on on him and you know, you could he, he looks like it now. Um you know, he was uh he was up uh Nemo calling Woodlands Resort a couple years back for um the, the um Mario Lemieux um golf tournament. Um, they do one well they used to do one every year but now uh no, they don't. But, anyways, he was up there, and you could just you could just tell. I mean, you know, I mean, he looked bad then. But then again, he was he wasn't also all in, all in makeup or whatnot. Because what yeah. you see on TV usually ain't how he how they actually look in yeah. real life. Yeah. But um, another thing too, I'm going to get on to a touchy subject here, and I might even turn heel when I say this. Um. Alcoholism and drugism is is not a disease. Let's just put that out there right now, okay? It is not a disease. It's not cancer. It's not smallpox. It, it's not the black plague. It is simply by choice. You choose to pick that can of beer up, and you choose to drink it. Just like you you choose to pick up a needle or any kind of drug out there. You choose to do it. there, there is. But see, I, hold on. I'm gonna add to you. I what you. I
1: know exactly what you're saying. And this is a great. Oh God, this is a great argument. And I'm happy Rick Flair is gonna help us do this argument because I'm gonna add this to what I'm. A, what I'll say. What you're saying. Okay. Now, it's not. It's not a disease like AIDS. It's not a disease like cancer. You know. That's not it's a disease a, at all. No. What it is is it's a hereditary disease. Now let's say. Let's say your parents were, or you have family members who were just degenerate alcoholics. Okay. And that's, that's in your bloodlines because it's coming from others. Now, let's say you take one beer, you take one drink of beer. Now, to the normal person who doesn't have this, you know, in their family, that one drink of beer won't, yeah, that's a, it's a drink of beer. But then to, let's so say, actually I the, got to disagree
3: with you right now. And I'll tell you, and I'll tell you why. And, you know, this, this is going personal, right? We're going to get a little bit personal.
0: Yeah. I like father, that. Go ahead. Yeah.
3: My father is an alcoholic.
0: Uh-huh.
3: The man drinks literally every single day of his life.
0: Uh-huh.
3: He he goes to bed drunk. He wakes up drunk. This way so it's been for, for it. um, that's the way it's been my whole entire life. Me, I can pick up a beer and I can drink it. Mm-hmm. And you don't see me drunk every single day I might drink every once Once, once in a blue moon And um, I'm sorry But I do have to disagree with you But it's see you're hereditary. a stronger
1: person though See the, I, the thing about it The difference is To you and other people To me in my opinion This is just my opinion Is I know you And you're a stronger person Than a lot of these the normal The so called normal people you know, cause I consider you a normal guy. And, but I say you're a lot stronger than these people are because let's say, um, you know, you got a weak minded person, you know, they'll fall for anything. So, and they come from a family of alcoholism. And then that person takes that beer, that drink of beer next thing, you know, that, that dude's done. He's done because he falls into that trap. And I think a lot of us do but then we got a person like yourself. You come from that same type of family who knows not to fall into that trap. You know what I'm saying? Who knows how not to fall into that trap. And you probably seen it. You know, you probably seen it every day. And seeing what it does to you. See what it, oh, my God, like, I would never be that type of person. And that helps, too. You know, I mean, I don't know for sure if you did, if you've seen it growing up. But if you did, I guarantee you that helps, too. But
2: God damn well, it. Was...
1: <laughs> Go ahead. No, I'm saying, Goddamn, we got me talking like a damn social worker on here, <laughs>
3: oh,
4: man. well, I'm not trying to get
3: you to talk like a social worker, but i mean it, it, it it's the truth Alcohol. example, um alcoholism and drugs is not a it is is not a disease hereditary
1: <laughs> it's not hereditary, it's like balding. I don't even know what He's the hell that is. Hell. But... He's get. I said balding, like when men bald. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, even women I'm too. Somebody, I see some of these. Well, yeah, that, that's another <laughs> thing. But, hold on. Okay, look, well, speak. Okay, I, I want to. We're gonna save this subject for another show because this was a good. I think we can get deeper into this because, but uh, we have to move on because we got one more person that we want. I want to talk about here in this segment, and. Uh, Man, this is kind of this is a good one, but uh, we lost a legend this past week. You know, last Sunday. Yes, he did. Back. And um, we want to give this legend his time on this show. And uh, man, Bobby the Brain Heenan. Now uh, it's sad to talk about Bobby the Brain Heenan uh, to me because you know I've seen him over the past ten years, and it just was sad. Right. And, um, but I'll never forget this, man, and I'm going to give him his due. We're going to listen to this promo, Bobby the Brain Heenan promo. Classic Bobby the Brain Heenan promo, and then we're going to react and uh, talk about him a little bit. You know, I know Bud has a favorite Bobby the Brain Heenan moment, and I know I do. So um, we're going to talk about that next. But we're going to listen to Mr. Bobby the Brain Heenan, the legend, the icon. I've got to confront you. I know in the absence of John Studd and
0: King Kong Bundy,
4: how do you get yourself in this kind of a mess? a handicap match with hillbilly jim and andre the giant two men facing three big john stud king kong bundy and yourself you aren't well nervous aren't you no i'm not nervous i just want to collect my thoughts and make sure everything i say is understood properly because it's obvious the world wrestling federation here doesn't listen to me and they don't care about me yes i am a gifted athlete and a wrestler but i don't particularly care to wrestle and they know that the whole thing is between Andre and the Hillbilly and Stud and Bundy. And just because some goon at seven foot four and five hundred pounds and some dumb hick from Mudrick put their two heads together with an IQ of ten, they want a, me in the ring. They want to get their hands on Stud. They want to pick up that money for a slam. They want to get rid of Bundy because they're jealous of his size and massiveness. And they want to get rid of me because they're jealous of me. My whole life everybody's been jealous of me. Everybody's been worried about me my whole life. They've done this to me. They've done this to me. Don't you call me Weasel either, pal. No, I didn't. Don't you? I you said, said you paranoid. No, you called me Weasel and I heard you. I, I said you're you... trying to Weasel no, out no, of this no, match. No, no, I didn't try to Weasel out. I just don't want to have anything to do with this match. I want to sit down in that chair. I want to guide my men. I don't want to get in there. I don't want some guy seven foot four putting his dirty, filthy hands on me. I don't want some hillbilly putting his dirty farm hands on me. But I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. And you think it's a handicap because there's two of you against three of us. It's a handicap in your part. Because, Andrew, you were carried out of the Maple Leaf Gardens in Toronto. And Hillbilly Jim, you thought you stole the Manager of the Year award from me and gave it to Albano, and you didn't, because I'm Manager of the Year. And they carried you out of there, too, after that. They carried out Albano. And I'm going to guarantee you something. Thursday on the 12th of December, they better not bring any ambulances there to the Oakland Coliseum. They better bring some big dumpster trucks where they haul the garbage out. Because that's what they're going to carry Andre out of there with and the Hellbilly. Because Stud and I and Bunny are walking out of there. And don't you call me Weasel. Somebody's just calling me Weasel call here. Call Somebody's calling me Weasel. It must be from behind there. Our... Van, go! Oh, to in Oakland oh. on the 12th. Weasel!
1: Man, that was... <laughs> Don't be don't be calling me weasel. Look, we're going to take a break real quick, but and then um we're going to come back and we're going to react to that, and then we're going to get into some <laughs> WWE No Mercy news. Uh that's oh my god, No Mercies tonight. But before we get before we go to this break, uh, I want to remind fans this Saturday, September thirtieth, eight o'clock. Idiot Radio presents Wolfie comes home. Stand up comedy show with Brooklyn's own Wolf- Matt Wolfarth. I like that name, Matt Wolfarth, and friends. Uh, hosted by Michael Cohen and featuring Tyler Ray Kendrick. The Brooklyn Pub, 734 Brooklyn Boulevard. I, I don't know if people notice that tickets are only 10 bucks and half of it goes to the Brooklyn Teen Outreach. You can purchase some tickets at the Brooklyn, excuse me. Uh, at the Brookline Pub, I believe, too And uh, IDEO, I mean idiotradio.net And that was a horrible read We're going to have to come back and do that again later But uh, freaking September 30th 8 o'clock Idiot Radio presents Wolfie Comes Home Stand-up comedy show Yes, Wolfie <coughs> Comes Home Brookline Pub 8 o'clock Saturday night we'll Go to a break, we'll be right back
6: Energy Angel Solution Alternative Healing Service Do you need some relaxation in your life? Is your mind feeling sluggish? Does your body hurt? Have you been feeling off-balanced and just not centered lately? Energy Angel Solutions, LLC, offers healing that considers the energy of the whole person, body, mind, and energy for optimal health and wellness. For more information, visit our website at energyangelsolutions.com. Idiot Radio, taking it to the edge. Head back. Does your dog or cat need some much-needed attention, pampering? Money Paws, full grooming salon for dogs and cats, featuring full-service dog and cat grooming. Bath and brush, haircuts, nails, ears, teeth, and rear end cleanup, all done with extra love and attention. It's Muddy Paws. Schedule an appointment today at 412-207-8 Two five zero. For all your heating and cooling needs, service, and installation, contact our friends at Complete Comfort Heating and Air Conditioning, 412-513-3001. Three three zero zero Doesn't your family deserve Complete Comfort?
1: Uh, we are
2: back.
3: We're back hey, here, real
1: real,
3: real quick. Um, the last advertisement, I'm pretty yeah. sure it said that you can get your rear end cleaned You might want to go ahead and call that number,
1: hey, hey, man, come on, dude, that's not fair. That's not fair. <laughs> anyway, we're back here, the Devereux Committee of Pro Wrestling, uh, Cassidy on Devereux, and uh, we're having some fun here. We just got done uh, listening to Bobby the Brain Heenan promo <laughs> for an event that they had back in 1987 I believe. Uh and um it, man it was just fun. You know, it was fun that's what Bobby the Brain Hane was. Uh I was watching some prime time wrestling um over the past week uh just to get a feel for the old school. You know, I missed the old school. Bobby the Brain Heenan was truly old school. One of the funniest 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 uh Personalities, not just in professional wrestling, but you know, <laughs> in the world outside of professional wrestling. You know. uh, it was sad, you know, watching him these past few years. And uh, you know, he did a bunch of appearances still. You know, he, he was dealing with cancer. You know, he fought hard. He fought hard. He fought. Uh, he battled cancer. as just this is uh, the same way he battled Hulk Hogan for all those years with the Heenan family. And um, you know he had his problems. Tony Schiavone, his uh, play-by-play announcer at WCW, brought up sometimes. You know Bobby Heenan had one, two, and <laughs> You know he he got it in. You know that's what those old Scott, those right. old school guys did back then. You know that's that's what they did. They was on the road uh, twenty-four hours. You know twenty-four hours a day. Um, and people go, oh, how could they driving? no, I'm not just talking about driving. I'm talking about was hotels. You know. Uh, they had to do appearances and then they had to work that night. You know, I mean, things like, I mean, God damn. These guys are leaving us. And, um, you know, the Bobby Heenan's, um, you know, we have Harley race who's dealing with health issues. And, uh, every time I turn around, I'm hearing that he's leaving us and he's not, I mean, um, but Bobby the brain Heenan, you know, man, just a great one. Dude, what, what's your favorite Bobby the brain Heenan? Uh, Story, angle, anything. I mean, comment, quote. What's your anything related to Bobby DeBraunhannon? What's your favorite? man?
3: Favorite yeah, my memory. favorite memory. Uh, actually, there's 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 two of them. Um, the first one is whenever he uh, had had the match, and, and please forgive me, I can't can't exactly remember who it was, but uh, the weasel costume. Um, the match that he lost, and he had to wear the weasel costume. Dude, we're, we're we're talking about freaking comedy one oh one. Dude whenever he put that suit on he got up and then he started like going around in a circle almost like chasing his tail. Dude, that was some classic stuff. Um but the the, the second memory and this is this is more recent, um I just watched a video the other day of him at a book signing. Mhm. And uh one of the one of the guys uh, that was there, you know. Oh yeah, you know, I, I I bought this, you know, a couple years ago, and he kind of jumped up and he looked and he looked over at the guy that was sitting next to him. And he goes, "Well, where the hell's the money?" Um, the the, the funny part about it, or I shouldn't say the funny part about it, but the main the main point of that thing is is he never lost it. Even whenever he was he was down and out, and you know, he he had cancer, and you know he he spent how many years with cancer, he never lost his, 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 uh, mojo. Yeah. And that was to make people laugh. Yep. Um, you know, he's, he, uh, he said it before, you know, if, if, if I can make at least one person laugh, you know, I feel great about myself. So, you know, I mean, that, that, that's the, that, that's the great thing about Bobby The heat, uh, the brain heating is, <laughs> even whenever you were down and out and you knew that you know um, uh you know people was gonna was gonna continue to piss you off or you was gonna continue to get pissed off, didn't even go watch barbie the brain heating for five ten minutes that was the, that that just made your day
1: and I swear to you i I kid you not you know I've been dealing with a dag on cold, some damn virus that some idiot put in the air. And has spread across the damn country. And only I'm just like, I've, I, but Bobby the Brain Heenan, over this week of my sickness, two weeks actually, Bobby the Brain and Heenan has made me laugh. And I, it brought two memories to mind, um, two great memories to mind, um, as you were saying that. And I had something else that I was going to bring up, but I'm going to bring these up instead. Um Okay, well, first the weasel costume. I'll, let me bring this up. The weasel costume, uh, he did that against Bobby, I mean, against Greg Gonya in AWA in May of 1980. Okay, uh, there's a match you can go on YouTube and check it out. But also, he, uh, the other weasel costume that I'm thinking you're talking about is when he wrestled the Ultimate Warrior, um, and that, was, that bad. was it.
4: Yeah, I feel, yeah, yep, I feel bad for
1: him. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, the, uh, he was pretty stuffed, you know, from what the guys say. But anyway, my first memory of Bobby Heenan, and they're related to the, to one man, his <laughs> worst enemy, Hulk Hogan. Now, the first memory is the night that Bobby Heenan got Andre the Giant to turn on Hogan. <laughs> he brought Hogan onto. to... Uh, Piper's pit or Hogan was on a Piper's pit. He was accepting an award um, from Piper. I forgot the word. Who cares? But you know, Bobby Hannon brings Andre the Giant out. And as a child, I think I was nine years old. I said, "Whoa, why is Bobby? Why is Andre the Giant with Bobby Hannon Okay, there's this is a, okay. There's something's going. You know, as a kid, and when Andre turned on Hogan and ripped that shirt off of him in that cross, and scratched Hogan's chest, and Bobby Hayden walked away with Andre, it changed professional wrestling forever. Because right. he took the, probably the biggest babyface. He was bigger than Hogan. Andre was bigger than Hogan at that time, babyface-wise. Yeah, Hogan was Hulkamania, but there was nobody compared to Andre the Giant as far as popularity. Um, and Andre the Giant walking out with Bobby Hayden, after ripping Hogan's shirt off and his cross, God, that was heartbreaking. Heartbreaking and watching Hogan cry and yell Andre's name and and Roddy Piper say, you know, hey man, you're bleeding. Hogan, you're bleeding. You're bleeding. That was, that that right there is what professional wrestling still represents to me on how what it could do to you. Your emotions. You're such right. an all-time high with Hulk Hogan accepting this award and Andre the Giant walks out with Bobby Heenan Rips the shirt off, makes a challenge, WrestleMania three, and then boom. History's changed forever. Now, my second memory of Bobby Haenan. And it involved Hogan. I think the night was July sixth. Or no, July seventh, nineteen ninety-six, when the outsiders were in the ring and they were destroying WCW at Bash at the Beach. And Hogan walks to the ring. WCW's done as Hogan's walking to the ring. And Bobby Heenan says one line that will change history. Because people don't want, they won't go back and look. I mean, if they go back and look, they'll check it out. But they won't. Because they'll just say, oh, yep. I know some smart people will. But Bobby Heenan said this line. And I remember when I first heard it, like, hold up watching that pay-per-view, live. He said, which side is he on as Hulk Hogan walked to the ring? Now, people start to say, oh, he gave up the business. He gave away the business. You know, he he shouldn't have said that and blah, blah, blah. Problem is, at that time, let's be real. Bobby Heenan and Hulk Hogan, their feud went on for years for years from AWA WWF to WCW Bobby Heenan he carried that storyline to three promotion right. and the biggest night in WCW's history is this turn Hulk Hogan's turn the biggest night in professional wrestling history Bobby Heenan still his hatred for Hulk Hogan and it worked brilliantly and then even when the NWO was the biggest Hill group in the company, in the country, in the world. And Bobby Heenan was a Hill announcer. He still, still went against Hulk Hogan. Still went against Hulk Hogan because he kept to the storyline. That's what you call right. a professional. That's what you call the best manager, the best color commentator who to have ever. You know, bless this sport Bobby it. There would never be another one And I'm like really heartbroken that we're talking about his, This man, you know, not being here with us any, With us anymore But man, that that was a heartbreaker but, but we got some big stuff to get into here You know we got No Mercy tonight, right? With WWE, right? Yes, sir This is going to get good Now uh,
3: got two- man, You, you got to be used to that by now, ain't it? Yeah I mean honestly, I mean let's let's face facts, you lost at the last show. Whoa, 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 whoa whoa, 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 whoa. You lost that the pay per view too. On pay per view predictions.
1: Why we bring up the past? See this is what I mean about you, but see, okay, you know what? Before we bring up the past and we get into our predictions for this show, I wanna let you hear something real fast. Uh <laughs> Roman Reigns. He came back at your boy John Cena. And uh, this is pretty good This past Monday night on Raw Roman Reigns Replied And he did it by himself Let's listen
2: I've said it before and I'll say it again I would boo this too John Cena might be the best talker Ever The guy can run his mouth And he can spin it But the thing is Sometimes he says stupid shit. Like trying to say that I'm the next John Cena. I mean, come on, man. Do I walk, talk, or even look like Cena? I mean, do I don't know? I don't have a mirror, but do I look like a jacked up white guy with a giant head and a military crew cut? Nah. If I did, I wouldn't have a career here. You don't believe me? Ask, uh, ask Alex Riley about that. You see, I'm not like John. I don't have to talk. I let my actions talk for me. That is why when I say something, it means something. Like when I said John Cena is a fake ass little bitch. It's because he is.
1: Dude, I'm sorry, but Roman Reigns, man. I'm, you know, and I, there was a lot more to that damn promo. There was a lot more, but I decided no. There was no point in playing the rest of it. Because he should have ended the promo right then and there. Right. It was horrible. I mean, it should have been dropped right there after he called John Cena
3: a little bitch. That's it. Oh, that's, ended the, that's, the,
1: that's
3: the problem with a lot of these guys. There. They don't know when to end it. God, it was
1: horrible. It was horrible afterwards. Then they went into John Cena being a hypocrite and blah, blah, blah. We don't care about John Cena being a hypocrite. We care more about him being a little bitch. We know John Cena's a hypocrite. Have you ever seen Total Divas? We see it. We already see it. Why would he sit here and go into that part of it? I mean, man, come on, Roman Reigns. Then it takes away from who the hell Roman Reigns is, okay? Is he a badass or is he cool? Is he a cool badass? Who is Roman Reigns? Biggest problem he has is he has no identity. None. None. And he can sit there and and at the end of the the promo, he says something about getting beat by another Samoa and that will be him, you know, because he's brought up how, you know, the whole WrestleMania match. Between John Cena and The Rock, (laughs) it wasn't needed. It wasn't needed. It wasn't needed. It wasn't needed This is the problem with the WWE right now Let them get in there And say what the hell they gotta say and get out Don't force it Now I'm gonna play another promo for you Okay, Play another one I want you to hear this one And there's only a little bit But this is how a promo's done And this is the promo that we heard on Raw As well Between Brock Lesnar And Braun Strowman Now I'm going to get, this might be a little bit long here. No, you know what, no, 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 what we're going to do is What I want to do is I want to take a break real quick We're going to go into this, a pro, this promo And then we're going to come back with the uh, Predictions for the show No mercy, Now, <clears throat> predictions may shock you Because I'm going to win again Like I did for SummerSlam We'll be right back here on a Deborah Comedio Pro Wrestling You're listening to Idiot Radio Taking it to the edge
6: And back Looking for a creative idea for meetings, business lunches, and special events? Call Spiels on Wheels, food truck and catering, and take the stress away. For more information, call them at 724-244-9881 or on Facebook at facebook.com slash wheels. Pizza and Gyro Express, 801 O'Neill Boulevard in McKeesport, Pennsylvania. For menus, coupons... Specials and catering info, visit our website at pizzaandgyroexpress.com. Order online or by phone at 412-672-2182. Don't forget about the lunch buffet and drink every Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. for just $10. The original Pizza and Gyro Express. Don't settle for anything less. Does your dog or cat need some much-needed attention pampering? Money Paws full grooming salon for dogs and cats, featuring full-service dog and cat grooming, bath and brush, haircuts, nails, ears, teeth, and rear end cleanup. All done with extra love and attention. It's Muddy Paws. Schedule an appointment today at 412-207-8250.
1: We are back here. Are Devereux Committee of Pro Wrestling. Bud Cassidy, Stefan Devereux. Uh, real quick, don't forget this Saturday night, September 30th, Idiot Radio presents Wolfie Comes Home, the stand-up comedy show with Brookline's own Matt Wolfarth. And friends, hosted by Michael Cohen and featuring Tyler Ray Kendrick. Tickets are only $10.00. Half of the proceeds go to the Brookline Teen Outreach. It's at the Brookline Pub this Saturday night, 734 Brookline Boulevard, 8 o'clock start time. Don't forget, if you need tickets, go to idiotradio.net. I think that one sounded a little bit better, but
2: I think that one
1: sounded a little bit better compared to the last one. But what we're going to do is, uh, final segment, we're going to go into this Braun Strowman promo uh, with Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman this past Monday night on raw We're going to hear what a real promo sounds like not that damn crap We heard just a few minutes ago with that Roman Reigns and I was actually starting to like him, but now I don't. It doesn't matter what decision he makes the balls on my side of the court Paul You've seen it week after week. I'm the one pulling the strings here. I'm the one that's gonna make the decisions Just watch You can run your mouth all you want. It ain't going to change the fact of what's going to happen this Sunday.
4: Braun, it's interesting because there are many parallels between you and Brock Lesnar. And as we head toward No Mercy... I don't get this.
5: Excuse me. I don't get this. I don't get the the premise here. Why are you asking so many questions of the challenger? The news story here remains Brock Lesnar. And until Braun Strowman defeats Brock Lesnar, which he won't, respectfully submitted to you, this Sunday, September 24th, at the Stateful Center at No Mercy, then the questions still go to the newsmaker, Brock Lesnar. The questions here should be, how will a loss which won't happen affect your legacy this Sunday, Brock From being the only man to hold the NCAA Division I Heavyweight Championship, the undisputed WWE Heavyweight Championship, the undisputed Universal Heavyweight Championship, the undisputed UFC Heavyweight Championship, the conqueror of the Undertaker's streak, and now walking into a situation where his opponent for the first time is bigger, for the first time is stronger, and possibly, maybe, though I personally doubt it, for the first time is better than the baddest beast on the planet. You're wondering what's going to happen with Braun Strowman? Why don't you wonder what happens to the mystique of Brock Lesnar, should Braun Strowman win this Sunday? Why don't you ask Brock...
4: Braun, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for backing me into this corner, challenging me. That's when I'm at my best. I'll see you Sunday. Hmm. Suplex city, Mitch.
2: Oh, way!
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. What a promo. Sounds like when you are the monster. Babyface. Of a company. You don't need to say much. You say two lines, and then you end with your catchphrase. It's that hard, Mr. Roman Reigns. Sit down with a man like Paul Heyman and learn how to cut a promo. Nah, no, you're right. Come in. Woo! Ooh can't wait to see this match because you know I usually don't be watching these pay-per-views live you know I have to but uh, this pay-per-view right here is stacked this pay-per-view is stacked I mean but now here's my question to you okay do you think this loss to Roman Reigns if it happens or not Roman Reigns to Braun Strowman if it happens do you think it will hurt Brock's legacy
3: I don't think um I I, I... As far as fan reaction goes, I think that, you know, they're, uh, the fans are actually ready for him to take the title. But quite honestly, I, I don't think bra- uh, Braun's ready. I, I don't know if Braun's ready, I should yeah. say. Um, because the simple fact is, is I think there should be a little bit more building towards him. Um because I can see what WWE is trying to do. They're, they're, they're trying to make Braun the next Brock Lesnar in in a sense. Um, <laughs> yeah. You got the
1: real one still there <laughs> drawing money.
3: Well, right. Um, that's the, that's the whole entire issue um, that I have with WWE right now is they're, they're, they're taking guys and they're and they're trying to, trying to make them trying to make them, you know, how can I say this? They're trying to make these guys into something that they're not, in another sense. Um, like Braun Strowman. They're literally yep. trying to make him into the Brock Lesnar. Yep. He's not Brock Lesnar. I mean, let's say facts. He's not. He's, on a, he's a big guy, and he can move good, but he can't move Brock Lesnar good.
1: Nope. Nope. Brock Lesnar, to me, is the best wrestler in the business right now, and I'm going to keep saying it. I don't care if, if he doesn't know how to, to do an arm bar and all that crap. You know what he knows how to do? Beat people's ass in a wrestling ring and make it look believable. That's what the name of the Great. game is. And I'm going to say this right now, you know, as we start our predictions, I'm going to go, we're going to start off with this one here. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman for the Universal Championship. I'm going to go on a limb and say that Brock Lesnar beats this man within five minutes. Five minutes.
3: I'm not going to put a time limit on it. But I I, I will say that Brock Lesnar will win.
1: Five minutes. I'm saying it again. Five minutes. Okay. We're going to get into these predictions here. Let's get the music queued up. Woo. All right. Now, look. Just gave you the prediction for the Brock Lesnar Braun Strowman match. Now we're going to give you the prediction for no. Excuse me, oh, man, that was loud. Mr. Producer, who, who are you doing? Anyway, yeah, backup producers in this week. Anyway, uh, we have John Cena versus Roman Reigns. What do you think? Who are you taking?
3: I want to say John Cena, but I'll go Roman Reigns.
1: You're going to go Roman Reigns. Um,
3: and the only reason why I'm going to say rembrandt is simply put, I I, I would hope WWE would this would be their their push off match. I guess you can say their their springboard match. But let's say facts, WWE never goes with anything that I predict this. So.
1: Yeah, they never go with anything that they predict, or even put out their own paper. I hear it changes all the time, but we won't get into that. That's news for another day. I'm going to go with. Yeah, I'm, actually, we're going to agree here. Roman Reigns. Uh, moving on, we got a big match here. Four-way women's match for the women's title on RAW. Alexis Bliss versus Sasha Banks versus Nia Jax. Oh. Emma. And Bailey. So wait a minute. We don't have. Uh, this is one, two, three, four, five. We have. Uh, I, I don't care. Four way, yeah, five way. Final five way. Okay, five, Okay, I'm sorry. Well, I'll do some producers fault. Way. got somebody to blame here, right? Um, who you got here?
3: I got to take a look. Alexis Bliss.
1: Alexis. Let's see. I. See. You know who I'm gonna go with. Because you know how the WWE does this all the time. They'll build somebody up and they'll make you want to hate them. And then you can't hate them because, you you know, they're actually pretty good, you know. Um, but I think that they're going to go with Emma. I think Emma's doing it. I really do. I got I got a feeling, Emma. I know. I know. I'm going on a limb there. But I, it's Emma. I was saying Emma for the day. I was, I mean, uh, since this morning, I felt it, you know. But we're, I'm going to go with Emma. Now we only got a couple seconds here. Uh we got two minutes left in the show out here. Um got a couple more matches here. We'll rip through them, and these are the, the important matches. Dane Ambrose, Seth Rollins versus Same I mean Seamus and Cesaro. Who you got?
3: I got uh Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins.
1: Yeah, we agree there too. That's a shame. We're both agreeing. A lot. lot
3: and
1: on, I hate these. Uh, yeah, bro. I mean, I'm sorry, bro. Um, okay, we'll see about this match here. Uh, Finn Bailar versus Bray Wyatt. Who you got?
3: I got Bray Wyatt on that one.
1: Bray Wyatt. Damn, dude. Are you serious? All right. I got Bray too. All right. Okay. I'm I'm not liking this at all. <laughs> okay. This I'm, this gotta be the match right here. We already got the women's match. That's going to be, you know, kind of a tiebreaker thing, in my opinion. I think that might come down to that for us. But Neville versus Enzo, Cruiserweight Championship. Who you got? I got to go Enzo. The- Enzo? Enzo! Thank you. I'm going with Neville. I'm going with Neville. I'm dead serious. I like Neville. I don't. I don't think the WWE is going to give into this championship just yet. They're going to make him work hard, work a little bit harder. You know, you hear some things about him uh, behind the scenes and the heat that he has, and blah blah blah. Uh, I just think they're going to go with Neville in this match. We'll see what happens. But as of right now, we're uh, the only two matches that we didn't agree on was the uh, the women's match and the cruiserweight title match. So, but. Yeah, I have a chance to beat you this week. I like that. Anyway, <laughs> not gonna happen. Yeah, it better happen because I need this win, dude. I need wins. But anyway, uh, wrestling fans, I said. start wrapping it up here on the Devour Committee of Pro Wrestling. I can't wait, wrestling fans. It was fun. Bud Cassidy, Pay per view tonight. No mercy. WWE. You getting
3: ready? Yes, getting sir. Pumped. I'll be watching.
1: Okay. All right. Well, I say we get ready for, with some NFL games and uh, then we get ready for this pay-per-view, but um, can't wait. Wrestling fans, we got to go. Stephon Devereaux, Bud Cassidy, the Devereaux Committee of Pro Wrestling. Second. Thank you for joining us and we are out.